Smith takes on Smith takes on Smith in a Will Smith feature film. Plus, Breaking Bad attempts to break bad just one more time. That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios. We get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt. Are you sure you don't want some soup? Hey. <laughs> My gosh. Sure? We, Are you sure you don't want any? We got to talk about that later. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about with Jesse that Jesse Plemons. Hey, so... Um, <laughs> that was probably one of the weirdest scenes. There's a lot of weird scenes. We'll talk about that, yeah. but... Um, El Camino here. I... In, and I don't want to talk too much about some of the specifics and leave some of those surprises for people. Yeah. But um, everybody, I am here <laughs> with Joel, one of the two best hitmen on this side of the Mississippi, Cunningham. How do you know that, Matt? How would you know that? <laughs> you don't know that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Yeah, I guess I can... Uh perceptions can be deceiving mm -hmm. i don't really look like that much of a hitman i think yeah i think that's probably your best asset <laughs> it's my people see me and they're like wow doesn't look like much of a hitman and I then like bam that. hit it boom hit him <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah well welcome to the real review ladies and gentlemen here we talk about a number of things including hitmen's and soups and things and uh here on the show <laughs> uh we're gonna be talking about two films today specifically gemini man mm -hmm. and el camino uh, Matt, before we get into talking about those films in more detail, why don't you give our listeners some ways to get connected? Yo, yes, you can all get connected with us a number of different ways. One being our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you can also link to any of our social medias, uh, whether it be facebook.com slash realreviewmedia, YouTube, um, uh, specifically Instagram and Twitter at realreviewmedia as well. Yes. And uh, they all work together in a cohesive uh, group hug. Beautiful yes. group fashion. And that's how you can do that. And also you can uh, reach out to us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives and input. Uh, here on the show, we just real quickly, if you're a first-time listener, we like to do things a little bit uh, in our own style where Matt tends to be a bit more of a fan. I tend to be a bit more of a critic. Mm -hmm. And so we put those two thoughts and sides of the coin together to give you kind of like the comprehensive yeah. review of the content. Um, I'm just briefly going to talk about that because we do tend to tiptoe into each other's side a little bit and i think especially with el camino yeah uh we're both fans of the breaking bad series oh, so man, we'll we probably have a lot of fanboying to do on yeah. both sides of that so um but getting into things we're actually going to start with the more major release um for this weekend totally i don't know as far as viewership who's going to get more views because they don't release their numbers on netflix i would right. actually imagine uh they're gonna be pretty equal in number but uh, let's start with gemini man totally so i'm gonna start with the intro here matt and then i will let you kind of give your breakdown how does that bring sound? it cool so the synopsis for this one very simple and over the hill hitman faces off mm -hmm. against a younger clone of himself that almost sounds like a comedy <laughs> it's not very good <laughs> uh director ang lee um it stars a, a couple folks uh specifically will smith and will smith and Will Smith, um, <laughs> as well as Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Clive Owen, Benedict Wong, uh, Douglas Hodge. Those are kind of the, I'd say, the, the biggest names that you'll sure. see in the movie. And so, Matt, why don't you start us off talking about it? Let's talk about Gemini Man. Let's talk about it. So let me just give you an overall like feeling I had with this movie. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a little less than meh. Yeah. Um, there's stuff I liked about this movie. 
and I think what I liked most about this movie, let's start with positives. Yeah. I liked concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Will Smith. I think my favorite element in this movie is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think she's fantastic. Um, this was a different role for her, I think, than what I've seen. A little bit more action oriented. Um, but I think I think that's it. Yeah. As far as what I what I found enjoyable. Yeah. I liked some action elements, but there's a lot of problems that go into with some of the other stuff that I had. Yeah. Regarding the action elements. Um but um there's I don't know. I think that's probably it. I liked Will Smith. He I feel like he's he 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 gives himself, you know, he gives a hundred percent in what he does. Yeah. Regardless of what the script is, regardless of what it is, and you can tell that he's he's trying, and I think that that says something that adds a lot to the film. If it was anybody else, I don't know if it would have worked. I mean, it, it, anybody lesser than somebody like a Will Smith or somebody, you know? Yeah, especially um, when you're going with numerous yeah iterations. I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character is my favorite per- character in the movie. Yeah, um, and what what she brought to it, but then there wasn't really a lot to that other than what you were the journey that you were on her with yeah. in the film. Um, so I w- wanted to know more about what, what she had going on, but um, that's it Yeah, kind of is where I'm at. I don't know. What was your yeah. general vibe? There's some good things. I want to say the first big negative though, that I had for it was, are you going right to negatives? Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about some of the goods too, but I just want to get this one okay. out. Um, there was really no big story character arcs in this film. Will Smith kind of's character it was is like a pseudo. Yeah, like, <laughs> basically, Will Smith's character at the beginning of the film, it's kind of like it's the commando thing where it's like I just want to retire and to go into nobody knowing me, but they won't <laughs> let me because I am so like this. Is my Arnold. Um, <laughs> it's like the character that's already achieved. He's no good. Uh, yes. I am suddenly Russian. Right. Know, it's very bad. <laughs> They're trying to get back to the place that they were at the beginning of the movie is kind of what it is. And that can work. That's more of like a story film. It's like a journey film because they're endeavoring to journey through this new mm-hmm. hardship to get back to where they are. But the difficult thing about that is if done poorly, there's no real room for growth in the character because they're not trying to get really anywhere but back to where they already were. Right. And ends up feeling like a giant circle. And I think for most of this movie, that's kind of what it felt mm-hmm. like to me. It felt like a big circle where it's like, we're all starting in this relatively peaceful, good mood. Then we're going to go through all this crazy stuff just so we can get back to this kind of relative. The biggest character mood. arc was, was Will, Smith. Will Smith, but not the As older himself. Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so because he's such a minor character too, yeah. until sort of the third act of the film, yeah. you don't really get much of an arc for any of the characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's forward movement as far as like where their lives are at, yeah, potentially, but that's not really much as far as like how they've developed as a person. And so I think that was one of the biggest negatives of this yeah. film. But on the other hand, what it did really well outside of the special effects, because some of the some of those were really bad to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but what they did really well was the actual action. Yeah. There was some scenes in this, especially like in the car chase happening. The motorcycle. Yeah. 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 The mar- motorcycle. That was really intense, yeah. and that really did have me on the edge of my seat. And it's not like I felt like one of them was necessarily going to die. We're talking about Ang Lee, though, you know, yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I mean, we've seen him do good action before. Yeah, and it had there was a sensibility to the action where it felt almost like 
kung fu-ish. Right. You know, there was the way that the characters were moving and like predicting each other's motions and right. kind of responding. And it was almost like a dance at times. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I thought that was very, very well choreographed. And mm-hmm. it was like, they would get into the story stuff and like the back and forth thing. And I'm just kind of like, all right, let's get back to the action because this right. is not your strong suit right, right, right now. Right, right. I like the opening too, it. by the way, that whole like train sequence. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought that was cool. It reminded well. me of the movie Shooter. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I'd agree with that. So yeah. what, any other thoughts? That no, that's it. I agree. I liked I liked the action. There was some there's some cool stuff. Uh other stuff was and this plays it in. I'm gonna dive into the negatives here. Okay. Yeah. Okay, a couple of things. One, the story I did not feel it was very strong. Uh, but let me talk about something that and as someone that likes to experience and just kind of like lose myself in a movie and I can overlook things a lot of times. Something that ruined this movie for me was the high frame rate. Yeah. Um I didn't like it in The Hobbit and I didn't like it in this. No. Um it one it makes scenes look weird and i think it changes i think it changes the way that scenes are i'm i'm tiptoeing into your into your camp here joel because <laughs> this is a technical, technical thing aspect, yeah. that bothered the heck out of me um the high frame rate doesn't work for me because it doesn't feel like a a, a movie no. it doesn't feel like it it's yeah. i know it's a movie i know it's cinema i'm not martin scorsese <laughs> this right now i'm saying it i know it's cinema but for me visually it makes it feel weird yeah and i can't like reconcile i've tried i tried think a part lot of, of it for me it, this might be a subconscious thing is television is at a higher frame rate it's at 29 and film is at 24 so i think when you watch things that are at a higher frame rate, it almost feels more television well soap operas film at a higher frame rate yeah, they do too yes so, so it feels more soap opera-esque more yeah. television um it's like they've already claimed that ground of film mm-hmm. so let them have that and don't try and take it for film yeah documentaries do that too yep. a lot of times um but here, here's the thing is it not only takes me out of the movie, it also, I feel like it cheapens the lighting mm-hmm. in, a, in a given scene. The lighting was weird yeah. in some of the scenes. And this is, I never talk about lighting mm-hmm. <laughs> when I yeah. review something. It just made it look funny. Yeah. It made, even if it was a real scene, it made it look like it was a green screen. Like yeah. that's what I felt like the lighting yeah. looked like. Um, and then the high frame rate also cheapened the visual effects. Right. The video, the, the, I think that's one of the biggest things. I don't know what it is specifically. I've never done high-end graphical design for projects like this. But I would assume if you go with a higher frame rate, then your visual effects have to be much more detailed. Yeah. Because you're seeing, in a sense, a lot more of it per second. Right. So it has to look a lot more right. realistic. We've been approaching a pretty good place with that Uncanny Valley thing, yeah. Valley thing where it feels like with some films like... There's moments where like, yeah, that's kind of like, I could see that younger version. It was like, this was a huge step back. Yeah. So Captain Marvel would be the most recent example mm-hmm. I could think of. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what the Irishman does or what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently this isn't de-aging technology like what we've been using. This is just some sort of like motion capture, kind of like what they did with Tarkin. Okay. Um, but I, uh, it, it didn't work. Um there are, there are scenes that did like did especially let's let's specifically talk about de-aging for a second. Yeah. Um there are scenes that did look all right. Mm-hmm. Um but those scenes were usually darker scenes. The, towards the end was awful. Yeah. There was a scene at the very end of the movie that was awful. Yeah. Broad uh, daylight walking broad around. Broad daylight and like they didn't spend enough time on this <laughs> yeah. thing at all. There's a funny moment, um it's minor spoiler I guess, but like one of the characters that CG is walking up to Will really Smith. far away. Any waves? Yeah. Oh, that part was bad too. But, but there's like, there's a character who's not CG. That's a real person. Yeah. It's a girl, and she's like looking at him. Yeah. 
and looking at Will Smith, and it, it's almost she's doing it because of the plot. You yeah. can tell, but it, in my back, of my subconscious, it's almost like, is she aware how weird this looks? Yeah, like, because he looks so fake. Yeah. He looks so like. Somebody literally just cut and paste them into the scene. It just so, looked really So bad. here's the thing with this, and this is why I'm confused. Yeah, it took I, me out of the movie so much. I don't know why. I don't know why they chose to do this. This is something different than the de aging thing. Yeah. If you watch some of the fight choreography, mm-hmm. not choreography, sorry, just the fight scenes. Yeah. Anytime you see there, first of all, there's a lot of like. It's it's hard to tell what's going on the way that it's filmed. It's either too close or Sometimes, too yeah, dark. Especially in the darker like ones. Right. So that's why the Columbia one was a favorite one because most of it took place in broad daylight right. outside. Yeah. So here's the issue with that though, is they CG'd the character. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that like a couple like times? The per, like the young Will Smith was entirely computer generated. Yeah, a couple times, yeah. And I was like, I was thinking uh, the whole time, I was thinking Matrix 2 and 3. It looked like it. And I was like... rubbery kind of Right, I was like, what is happening? And I don't know why they did that. Like, And they they made him CG, and I could tell every time. Even at the end, where you see him like walking in broad daylight, his clothes are computer generated. Yeah. And I was was looking at, he's like wearing like a jacket. I'm like, that jacket is not real. Yeah. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> Why are they doing this? They only had to do the face. Why did they change the whole... And I think the point you're making, and it's valid, is it does look bad. And the thing it does is it takes you out of connecting with the characters in the yeah. moment because you realize you're looking at a fake creation. Yeah. And then you can't relate to that. Yeah. You know, if this was an entirely animated film, then you could relate to it on the basis that that's yeah. just the world that we're in. Yeah. But when you're trying to create this real world thing and connect to it emotionally... But then it looks fake as all get yeah. out. It's like how do I, yeah. how do I r- relate to what is you're talking yeah. about and doing? Um, I didn't like that, and it they were that was that character in particular. Um, I would just say the the young Will Smith in this film yeah. is at the emotional core of the film. Yeah, and because he looked so fake so many times, it was so impossible for me to be like, okay, I'm on like an emotionally right. connecting moment right now. Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it. it was a step backwards because they can do a good de-age throughout the whole thing. We, yeah. We've seen it with Sam Jackson. I think we've seen yeah. it. And, and he was in the movie just as much as young Will Smith was. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and th- I will say the other thing is the dialogue felt very stilted and on the nose. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There was, it was numerous times they're talking back and forth and I'm like, this is like one layer deep. Oh, I <laughs> will like say, no yeah. deeper layer to what it is here. <laughs> or maybe there's like one layer deep and that's it. I don't want to ruin this, but my favorite part of the movie involved a handful of teeth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I was like, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I, I liked Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character in this. I think she was flat. I mean, that's it, to be completely honest, pretty much everybody in this film felt a little flat to me. Sure. It felt like they were all kind of like they were at a higher level. And then Ang Lee just said like, Hey, take it down a notch. <laughs> just turn it, turn sure. it down one or two. It was, like they were recording practice runs of the actual takes yeah and using those instead of like all right that was a good practice run now like really let's let's get this let's connect with it now there was a couple moments um where it felt like there was some emotional connection going on um but everybody in it felt a little off there was just something about it that just felt a little left or right of center and i can't exactly get i think the worst of that was clive owen oh yeah yeah i mean he has these moments where he's supposed to be diabolical or he's supposed to be like loving and caring and he has his moments where he's trying to be manipulative kinda, yeah. and others where he's trying to be like very realistic yeah. and everything felt the same to me. It was yeah. like, you're being loving, you're being, un- you're being <laughs> manipulative, you're being, and it's like, it's all like da, 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 da. I just got really bored of this character. Yeah. Every time I saw him on screen, I'm like, what kind of flat version are we going to see of you now? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So 
overall, I would say this isn't the kind of film you necessarily need to go watch in theaters. Mm-mm. Um, but the action did make up a lot for yeah. me personally. Cool. Um, it was a bit hard to make out what was going on sometimes, yeah. but it was still fun. Yeah. Um, I think the fighting and the, the back and forth, especially with some of the shooting, it just yeah. felt so, and a lot of it was the audio. I yeah. don't know if you got this in your viewing because sometimes they change the audio, but the every gunshot was like bang, yeah. bang, like really loud in the mix. So it felt like real like visceral shots. Kind of like what Nolan on. does in his movies. He's, yeah. He like spends a lot of time on sound details and he stuff, does. which is yeah. cool. That Nolan guy, he's yeah. crazy. But uh, that really got me into it a lot of the time yeah. um, and really made me feel like I was connecting with it. Although when you start going too in depth with the whole sound thing, nobody wears earplugs. Yeah. And it's like, they're all shooting so many guns at so many close range. Yeah. They'd be so deaf. Yeah. I know, <laughs> you know, for real. Know. <laughs> they yeah, should man. just make a movie about retiring or old age, like kit men that can't hear anything anymore because they've got shot, shot guns too many times. Hit men. So they all just have to like hit. constantly ask each other what's going on. Um, so what, uh, what are you going to give this one as far as right? Uh, I'm going to give it a 70. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot lower than me actually. Is it? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 76. Okay. That's not that low, much lower. I mean, it's half a no. grade, but yeah. C minus for me. When it's impossible to connect with one of the primary characters in the film because they look so yeah. fake, then you, you're going to probably not get a great grade. I felt like awkward. I, I don't know. I felt embarrassed yeah. for like, I, I don't know. I feel like embarrassment for people when they have... Something that (laughs) happens to them that's embarrassing, obviously. But I felt embarrassed for the like Will Smith. I felt embarrassed for all the people working on the film. I was like, ah, that's embarrassing. Yeah, you'd be sitting there watching that in like the premiere or theater, and you'd be like, huh? I'm (laughs) like, like, oh, I want to apologize. I'm sorry, guys. They didn't mean to make the like the effects this bad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was supposed to be so much better in my head. I saw it so much better. I I don't know. It's weird, but it's kind of a strange thing. But anyway, C minus. Yeah, I think the big, the last thing I'll say is the big reason why this is like only the 76 range. I was I showed up here to get ready for the recording, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I watched a movie yesterday. What did I see? I saw. It's I knew what I saw. I was like, Will, I can't. I couldn't remember the name of yeah. it or anything for the life of me. It was like, this is a film based on a book, but for the life of me, I would have never been able to figure that out because it felt like a very simple, straightforward, bland story. With there's another good character action. towards the end, by the way, that was very like Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. By oh, the way, sure. like. Yeah. Like the way that they were moving, I was like, "This yeah. is." They just need to start that. This is weird. Cool. Anyway, uh, so we're gonna head move on to our next film. Um, this one is called El Camino. The the name for it is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Yeah, magnets. Yeah, magnets. How do they work? <laughs> but we're gonna just stick with El Camino uh, for now. So the synopsis for this one: a sequel of sorts to Breaking Bad follows Jesse Pinkman after the events captured in the finale of Breaking Bad. Jesse is now on the run as a massive police. Manhunt for him is in operation, uh, starring some of the faces we've known and loved throughout the Breaking Bad yeah, series. Yeah, there's some cool surprises, I think, in this one. There is, yeah. Aaron Paul, Jonathan Banks, Matt Jones, Charles Baker, um, as well as a handful of other people from uh, the original yeah. show. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into too much detail there, but uh, some of it is because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Don't you see who's in it? Because the cool thing about this is um, it's taking place, there are scenes that are taking place in the past. Mm-hmm. And showing like but it's stuff deeper, that we haven't seen before, right, deeper information about right. the characters, but it's stuff we haven't seen before, and right. it actually impacts what's happening in the future with Pinkman's character. Yep. Um, but they're not like just taking shots out of the show; right. they're actually filming the actual characters, yeah. but, you know, from the past. So, um, so what were your thoughts? I I loved it a lot. I mean, yeah. here, here's the thing: I Breaking Bad, um, as heavy as it can be, and how, how as dark as it can get. Um, it's the most 
it's one of my favorite TV shows ever, but it's it's the most consistent writing, execution, everything yeah. that I've seen in any TV show. Yeah. Um it's it just progressively gets better and better and it's not like there's that oh you know that one episode like oh that was just a bad episode you know yeah. like i felt like every episode is good great um and especially when you look at it as a whole like all together it's it's just more special and and i think i think what works about this is is yes in my opinion i think breaking bad has one of the greatest series finales of all time yeah um, it sticks the landing, but this doesn't diminish that in any way, nope. shape, or form, no. and it continues it in in a in a in a in a good way, in a, in right. a logistical way too. Yeah. Um, and also, part of it is Jesse Pinkman, um, Aaron Paul's character is is arguably while the show is it's really about Walter White, he, Jesse Pinkman's character is more of the heart of the show. I feel mm-hmm. like, and I think more people connected with him throughout the show then I felt like connected with Walt. Walt was kind of a guy you like you kinda like, but you also hate him at the same time. Yeah. And the more as time goes on you like you hate him more. <laughs> but I think um but I think that's where people started shifting and like caring about what, what Aaron Paul's character was going through. And yeah. And this this follows him and I think this this does it justice. And I'm glad they got Vince Gilligan back and they just didn't just hand it off and mm-hmm. and um because Vince Gilligan well, he directed most of it, wrote most of it. He didn't do all of it. And what he, you know, did with some of the other projects later on with like Battle Creek was he started it, but didn't, and Better Call Saul, and he started it, but he didn't continue the series. Yeah. Um, what, uh, I'm glad that, that he came back to it because I think he's got a really unique eye and great sensibility for this world. And I would say the same thing with Better Call Saul. Why I really like Better Call Saul, that this just has more depth and heft and, and all that. Um, and I think, I think Aaron Paul crushes it. I think all the people in the show crush it. And I think the writing is really solid and they continue it in a way that's plausible, uh, to what happened in the story. And, and there's moments where are, that are tense Mm -hmm. moments that aren't cheesy or, or silly. And it was, it was great. I just loved it. One of the best things about to me, Breaking Bad is that each episode had its own story arc. Yeah. kind of built up and things were mm-hmm. started and concluded in each episode. Mm-hmm. But each season and the show as a whole had one huge overarching plot and story arc and building momentum. And there would be these arcs that would go on for, you know, seasons at yeah. times that were like building as, you know, is this going to get found out? Is yeah. this going to happen? And so there was the potential with this show that they were going to try and go like really big with it. But I really didn't feel like they did that. You know, they didn't set this up as like, this is this huge grand adventure that Jesse Pickman's now going on right. on his own. It was really a simple story of now what for Jesse Pinkman? Yeah, or like and where's his life going to end up at? You know, uh, like he, you know, like I've seen they talked about like the practicalities of great. He escaped. Now what? Right, How is, exactly. You know, like, yeah. kind of what are you going to do after you escape from being in prison for that long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, how are you going to survive if you're you, there's a nationwide manhunt right, 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 going right. on? And that was what well, we talked about this. That was one of my favorite parts in the show. We see a lot closer to the end of the show how um, there's this character that's very well known as being this like huge drug lord type guy. But you don't really get an inkling of the impacts of that. They talk about it, though. They talk about it. But yeah. then in this show, yeah. With the news stories oh, so and the they talk cops about it in the and news stories. oh yeah, and the news yeah. yeah, you see like wow, this was a like you saw a very small portion of a much much bigger, more grandiose thing that was taking place in this film. Yeah, um, which was so cool to me because it was like it was a small plot that showed you that it had a huge 
impact because I think that show as well had a huge impact for me. So yeah. I don't know. It was the biggest like, and and this isn't really a spoiler. I don't know if I'm explaining that very well. No, no, I'm trying no, to not spoil it. it. No, I think it's really interesting. It puts context in it because you, yeah. you get a you get not necessarily global but nationwide impact of what it was. And this they specifically say like in a news news segment. Uh, how it was the biggest methamphetamine like operation in the history of the United States. Exactly. In yeah. the history of the United States. Exactly. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And we, exactly. And we got like, final conclusions to most of the characters, yeah. which was so beautiful because like you said, they did stick the landing absolutely with the end of Breaking yeah. Bad. This didn't feel like this does any disservice yeah. to the original Breaking Bad ending. You can finish it there and yeah. leave it there. I will say, if you're going to watch the El Camino movie, you have to have watched Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, you have to have watched Breaking Bad. 100%. It's not it's, you're not going to get any of the kicks out of it if exactly. you if you if you just like just randomly watch yeah. this movie. Um, but this is like a nice additional. It's like yeah. if you really enjoyed the series and you really liked Aaron Paul's character and you just kind of want to find out, well, what did happen or what's going to happen to him? Yeah then watch this and it's done in such a great way you know one of my favorite scenes i'm not going to tell you the specifics of it or what it involves it, they talk about high school diplomas this is yeah great. that's a great one i, I was, like the soup scene we talked about yeah yeah, 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 for yeah. You. one of the things that's so great about vince gilligan still is that like he knows and we've seen this with better call Saul, especially yeah he knows humor too yeah and he can have these moments that are like tense and awful, yeah. but also have a bit of humor to them. Yeah. And it kind of is this weird, you're like drawn in both yeah. directions with it. And that was a perfect example, that scene. And it it was nice as well, because you're not just getting with Jesse, Jesse's character sense of like, just what's going to happen to him. But you yeah. also get a sense of like redemption and hopefulness mm-hmm. and that his character is going to finish off better than where he started. Yeah. At least in a small, small way that there is hope for him and there's a, there's a future for him. And so it was cool to see some of the returning faces. I will say that it's very noticeable with some of the characters like, okay, these people have aged. So yeah, they look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, especially Jesse, who's Jesse, like, you know, what, yeah, if he's like playing his younger self or something like that, you're like, he was a little skinnier, yeah, maybe. a little bit of chunk in there, which I don't want to talk. I mean, I've yeah, grown yeah, yeah. and gotten bigger <laughs> since I'm older. But uh, it, was, it wasn't distracting. And I, that's a forgivable thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, I, I think they did, they, they aimed this film in just the right direction. Vince Gilligan did a very good job of kind of knowing what this is mm-hmm. and not trying to make it bigger than it needed yeah. to be with trying to like tie in all of this huge stuff, but just making it a very straightforward story about Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. Um, I think this needs to be looked at as an episode. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Like, uh, like after you finish reading Harry Potter, you know, you get the last little chapter to kind of tell you like, well, what happens with Harry Potter and his kids and and that's funny. Now that you bring that up, I'm thinking, I remember thinking watching, watching that last little like tag at the end of the Harry Potter series. I'm like, They don't look like grown-ups. No, that was horrible. <laughs> I was like, you should just recast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or like do some sort of like body swap yeah. with their faces. I, I just, yeah. I was like, they look like Anyways. kids pretending to be adults in that. Yeah. So yeah. I really like this movie though. I did I too. Really, really <laughs> sorry like to get it. distracted. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I really like this. I think um, it's one of those movies I can't say it's for everybody just because you have to have seen Breaking Bad. But yeah. hey, 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 if you haven't seen Breaking Bad... There's no better time than yeah. now. It's a great show. It's yeah, not for and it's kids. It's all on Netflix. It's, it's you can literally Netflix. watch it all on Netflix. So Absolutely. So yeah. what are you going to rate this one? I'm going to go pretty high on this one. I'm going to give it a 93. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm giving it a 91. Right on. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I just I'm not going to explain any further. I'm yeah. Give it a 91. So there's 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 some good treats in you breaking bad in there breaking bad fans. So if you're a breaking bad fan, uh there's some really really cool mm-hmm. surprises, I think. Um and uh, just as a disclaimer, on top of that, um, it's it's not 
it's not a kid's show. So if you're like, you know, one of the people that's uh, looking for family-friendly entertainment, this is not that. (laughs) El Camino or Breaking Bad. Yeah. I I will say the last about, the last 10 minutes before the last few minutes Mm -hmm. of the movie were probably the most satisfying almost for Jesse Pinkman's character I've seen in a while. It's like, Jesse, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real, science, so stuff. good, yeah. yeah, so so good, yeah, cool. he, he, yeah, so good. I don't want to talk about it. No worries. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast uh, again. Just some reminders: the ways to get connected: realreviewmedia.com, uh, facebook.com/slash realreviewmedia, Instagram and Twitter are both at realreviewmedia. As always, spelled R E E L. And then, last but not least, we'd love to hear from you and your thoughts. If you got a chance to see Gemini and you thought, "Hey, why do those guys look like fake rubbery men?" or you saw <laughs> El Camino and thought, "Man, I loved it." Uh, shoot us an email. Let us right. know your thoughts and perspectives. Uh, realreviewmedia at gmail gmail is the place to do that. So anything further, Matt, any exciting stuff coming up? No. Film wise or Zombieland 2 yeah. comes out this week. Double tap. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>